Coming up on OTH, Raymond and I discussed the newest patch 12.3 and our favorite changes with that, the first weekend of the LCS lock-in tournament, as well as the most picked and banned from that as well. We hope you enjoyed this episode of On The Hunt. Welcome, everybody, to episode 42? Yeah. 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 Episode yeah. 42 of On The Hunt, a League of Legends podcast. I'm your co-host, Chris, a.k.a. The Chinaman, because oh. I've taken one of those DNA tests, dude, and I'm 99.8% Asian, and 92% of that is Chinese. So I'm, with fair confidence, I can say I'm The Chinaman. That's fair. I mean, like, were you not aware of that before we weren't sure i was pretty sure you can never know i guess That's but now i know for sure <laughs> not that it's important but you know okay. just fun facts i also am uh more likely to or yeah likely to be able to hold a musical pitch according to my report oh and not as likely it's... to have back hair i don't uh, mm, we'll talk to 23 and me about that <laughs> And uh, joining me on this episode is our other co-host, Raymond. How's it hanging, man? Uh, did you uh, just come back from a big trip? Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm hang- I'm doing good. Uh, yeah, last week I left uh, to go see my grandpa for his 90th birthday. We had a little party at, at uh, my uncle's house where he lives. So it was fun. We went to Florida. I went all the way to Florida. And I don't think I have COVID, so... That's good. That was good my next question after yeah. you say Florida. <laughs> yeah, we were pretty safe about it, you know. That's good. Yeah, that's good to hear, man, because it's spreading and it's out there. It's how, was the, how was the weather in Florida and then how is it where you live? Um, honestly, it's it was kind of like a, about the same, I think. Like it's it's been a little chilly where I am. I guess it's probably windier here. Um, but in Florida, it was kind of chilly, too. Like not like cold. You know, it was still, like, Florida, but it was, like, in the 60s, probably at the high, and, like, still sunny and stuff, but we had, like, one day where it rained on us a little bit in the morning, I think, and that was it. Okay, okay. Sounds like a, a fun trip. Yeah. Party up with your with your grandpa. True. And uh, how has your league life been going? Has it well, been pretty empty? Yeah, pretty much empty because of that. Like, it's, I mean, I left on, like, Thursday, and we recorded last week on Tuesday, right? So, I had, like... I think I might have played a game on Tuesday or Wednesday, and then I left, and then I got back Monday, and then haven't played League since, so. That's fair, dude. I've yeah. actually been playing a fair amount with our boy, Abdul. Yeah. Lured me into some flex queues. Played a Did little you guys bit of play AD. Clash? I knew that, you got, that he was talking about it. No, I, he asked me about Clash, and I, I was not home that day. I was oh, goofing okay, off okay. In the, in the, out in the universe. Well, how but, the flex games been going? Um, some we've won all of them. We haven't lost yet, so that's good. Oh, but okay. some of them start off a little sketch. Sometimes <laughs> I'm still I'm still learning the game. For example, I just found out that if a TF ulties on you, you won't. You're not going to be able to move because he'll gold card you and, and everfrost you, and and then you're dead. Oh. And so I just found that out. I'm a little late. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought you were like kind of a TF player, no? Is that that am I misremembering that? Well, the thing is, is that um, it doesn't happen to me usually because I'm the mm. TF. Okay, okay, okay. 
And then another thing is um, tried out First Strike Victor for the first time. Feels kind of feels kind of weird, kind of fun, I guess. Just like a little mini game of like, haha, can I hit you or can you hit me, kind of thing. Right. And then um, Nunu is still a terror, is what I learned. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I feel like there's um, one guy. I think I've been uh, watching the Bouse in EU. You know, I think there's a a Nunu player there that just goes fully pee out of the jungle. That looks like a goddamn mess. Oh yeah, that that sounds terrifying. Also, another thing is, um, you know, you probably invited me to a couple of games over like the winter break and stuff like that. And so for for actually like for the last month, anytime somebody invited me to a normal game, I was just playing Lee Sin because that was just what was fun to me. And yeah. so just forgot to fill that in that like I I played like a month of Lee Sin only for yeah. for a good chunk there. But you got um, your warthop yeah. insects on point now or what? Yes, I actually usually don't go for it. I usually just. I only do it with flash up. I usually don't do it with ward hop because I feel like most of the time I die when I do that. <laughs> if I expend like the W like that, I'll, I'll uh-huh. usually just die, and I don't want to die. That's fair. Maybe that maybe that's too selfish. Maybe I gotta do some more stuff for the team. You know, you do you guy. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. I needed to hear that. Um. Not much to talk about this week, so we'll just hop right into the newest patch with 12.2. It's um, coming out we, tomorrow, baby. Yeah, coming out tomorrow. Shoutouts to uh, Martin Luther King, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got uh, it. And so th- this is the patch with um, you know a few changes in it where I, I thought that this patch was going to be the last patch, but then last patch was just kind of empty. So lots of changes here, about like eight buffs, eight champion buffs, five champion nerfs, three champions adjusted so to speak and then a couple of, of changes to chemtech uh and hextech dragon um a couple items and some runes as well do any of these changes catch your eye my good sir yeah i mean definitely there's a lot going on in this one i think um starting with like some of the nerfs i think we see in this one is like a town jungle nerf which i like to see and also nerf to zed's ultimate which i also like to see i feel like those guys have been around quite a bit uh, true true i um i'm also happy to see the talent nerf i'm pretty interested by the the senna change where they just added a 20 percent slow to her q i feel like that's going to be pretty annoying to play against um especially um as her range increases across the game does that matter to you or do you think that uh it's not not gonna have much impact no i mean i honestly i I'm with you on it. Like, I think it's going to be pretty good. And it's like, it's a 20% slow at base. Like it's, it increases 10% per 100 bonus AD. So, you know, stacking up with her passive. And if you're building damage on her, um, it just gets stronger and stronger. And so like me being, I've already talked about how I've been playing AD Senna on this podcast before. So I'm uh, intrigued to play some more of it and, just now have a slow that makes it easier to park my passive so I'm down. yeah and 20 percent is a lot because that's like if that can be upwards of like more than 50 move speed or probably even more so yeah just cutting your cutting your move speed by like what one fifth um yeah. and with the potential of it being aoe and like fairly long range especially if you can hit it through a minion and then you know that's how you get something started off into a nice w yeah, I feel like that, this is going to be a pretty strong champ. change. Yeah, yeah. I, I would not be surprised to see some Senna in like LCS and stuff with this change coming around. 
Yeah, for sure. The only thing that the last time that I played her, her Q was her Q cooldown feels pretty long for the first the couple of early dude. levels. Get runes. <laughs> yeah, so I guess you're gonna have to um, use them wisely, not just heal your teammates for like puny amounts. <laughs> you just gotta get. I feel like that's the hardest part about playing with Senna is getting people to realize like you have to be between me and the enemy so that I can get max value. You know. Like yeah, that's why that's why you'll see people just go like the the super bruiser supports or whatever like supports in parentheses there where you just if you have like fasting center and stuff and then you have the Wukong or like Aurelia's or something in the bot lane with her and it's like then you don't have to worry about making a Karma or Janna like walk in between you and and the enemies like to trade it's just that's what they do anyway. That's big brained. Uh, the other change that I saw um, that interests me is they're Reducing the cost on Rylai's Crystal Scepter, just taking the cost down by 400 gold. Um, the AP as well, but I'm pretty happy to see changes like this where like they want people to build the item more often and try it out, so they're just making it significantly cheaper. I don't think it's going to warp the game by any means, but I just think that's fun. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's a, it's a big change, right? It's 400 gold cheaper now. Like, I feel like um, we'll probably see some abusers try and pick it up but yeah i don't i don't think it's going to be like super warping but i definitely think people will try it out it'll just be a matter of like if they find something that is actually op um what was the other one? Oh, i saw what do you think about the tristana change i feel like I, on the surface they're showing it and it's like that's not a big deal like it's just 40 base health and base health regen up but like i feel like trist mid is probably gonna like start coming back if they just give her stat buffs like this yeah, I didn't think of it that way. I also kind of just glazed over this change, but I wonder if it's going to take anything else. Like, I know Tristana can be pretty mana-heavy sometimes, so I wonder if that matters for playing her middle, especially with some other, like, AD carries taking reign in the mid lane right now, namely Corky. And so I, w- I wonder how strong that's going to be, and then um maybe we'll have to wait for like another couple of patches to see if people want to try tristana middle again but yeah with like the um i'm thinking with you know the nerves to the ad items over like the last course of the year it's going to be tough to like want to play tristana or lucian in mid i think yeah maybe i feel like um i'm thinking since they've gotten rid of like or not gotten rid of but shield bow nerfs seem to be pretty significant in people's minds and I, I feel like Quirky probably is going to have some impact to him in the next patch, probably, or something, with how prevalent he has been so far in Pro Yeah, with that demon build. So yeah, so if, if stuff like that starts knocking down the, the current big tier, I feel like she could have a, a good a good spot. Oh, and then the chem tank change, dude. I don't know if you've... I haven't played against any like super chem tank abusers, but I've just been watching streams and I swear every fucking game has like a chem tank Akali or a chem tank Aurelia or like a chem tank Silas or some stupid shit. I'm I'm glad they're addressing this item like kind of fast, even though it's only come up like this patch. Oh, I, I actually did not know about that. Can you tell me more? Yeah, so basically what I think I guess what changed with chem tank, right, is they took off the burn passive on it. And instead, it has kind of like a dead man's like ramping stacks thing, like based on movement. And then when you get it max stacks on the movement thing, you just do like a a burst of like um, magic damage like around your attack target. 
So uh, I was watching like Bjergsen stream, I think, with it, and you rush chem tank, and then go demonic embrace as like your second item, like an AP item, right? And with just chem tank alone, you like can clear faster. You know, like how Akali has like kind of shitty wave clear because you have to use like basically all of your abilities to get like three or four Qs out on a wave. Yeah, it's like you Q and then you can auto the backline like with the proc on, and it'll kill the backline. And then you can, like, queue, like, to get the front line, too. Like, it's, like, it's shit like that. And then when you dash with a Kali, it gives you a bunch of the move speed stacks, too. So, like, doing, you like, when you R in and you auto and then, like, you EUA and evac in, you, like, practically have another, like, chem tank proc ready because of how far you've dashed. So that's, like, why they're changing it in this pa- in this patch to cap how much stacks you can get from one ability or, like, command. So it's, like, pretty interesting. Like, it's kind of a neat build, like, to s- like when you first see it, but it seems just, like, fucking cancer to deal with um, when it's when it's getting ahead, because it's just a champion that's a, an assassin building, you know, full tank and still one-shotting you with their combos. So I'm glad it's getting nerfed. Yeah, glad it's getting nerfed, and then glad you're you're away for a couple of days, so you don't exactly, have to experience that. Exactly, exactly. That's going to change very soon, my friend. And then also, um, lastly, this is the patch that Zeri is going to come out, and then also, um, Random Earth is back, which I kind of like. Random Earth, I think it has more playability, I suppose, but also like you can just get BG'd sometimes. I was thinking yeah. that they had Spellbook around for a super long time. I want to say like two, maybe even three months. It was the the game on the side yeah well i think what probably happened is that it was out over christmas right and then like you had that extra patch where it was like the rotating game mode but yeah it seems like earth was like not that long before it maybe maybe it was just like it's been a kind of a quick cycle of earth to spellbook or spellbook to earth to spellbook and now back to earth yeah well personally i don't mind i wish they just i i wish that they rotated them quicker instead of like only getting earth maybe twice a year or something like that mm-hmm. so I-, I prefer if they could just bring them back quickly like every other patch or something like that yeah or change it every month i am w- with you on the a riff though like i feel like it's definitely the better for like getting to play games without people fucking hard raging at you for picking something weird true uh, and then lastly, we got some some new skins coming through. A lot of them are pretty nice. Uh, so we have Porcelain Protector Ezreal, Porcelain Lissandra, Porcelain Amumu, Porcelain Lux, and Porcelain Lux Prestige Edition. That one's looking pretty nice. Uh, we also have Porcelain Kindred, and then some Lunar New Year skins with Firecracker Set, Firecracker Diana, Firecracker Teemo, Firecracker Tristana, and Firecracker Xin Zhao with Brave Phoenix Zaya Prestige Edition. Um, looking like a a champion worth simping for. <laughs> and then lastly, we'll, just, we'll have um, Withered Rose Zeri for her first skin uh, to come with her release. Any of these that you're particularly excited for? Clearly the, uh, um, the Zaya Ultimate skin, sounds like. I know, right? I, you know... For the past, I want to say year or two, I haven't really been a partaker of the battle passes just because I haven't played enough to ever get to, to it. And then I also don't mm-hmm. know if they've implemented any new changes to the prestige point um, like system, 
recently. I thought they were going to do something um, at the start of this year. So yeah. I guess we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see if Abdul keeps inviting me to games, and yeah, fuck yeah, I'll just buy the battle pass. Um, but yeah, these are these are pretty nice skins, both the deluxe one and the the Zaya one. The Zaya one in particular, I would love to see um, how the feathers look like and stuff like that. Yeah, and definitely uh, all of these are fitting for your Chinaman theme. So I yes, exactly. It. I actually really like that that China aesthetic. Unfortunately. Or fortunately, I'm not sure why I said that. <laughs> I'm not sure either, but yeah, I know I agree with you. Actually, these are these are pretty cool skins. I feel like the porcelain ones are like a couple of them are like a little weird, but I guess I'm just looking at the splashes. Like, I think I like the the kindred one, but like I feel like I'm getting weird vibes about like the Amumu Sandra one. But I also haven't seen these in game, so maybe it's not as weird as the splash art makes it out to be for me. But the firecracker ones, I think, are cool skins. Like all the all the other firecracker skins are cool too. Yeah, and shout out to um, the Ezreal skin because the something about it, I think it's the dance or the recall, makes it summon like a little cat and he plays the drums and it's based off like some sort of video. Yeah, where, the like, cat jam emote, dude. Yeah, the cat jam. So yeah, that shit's so funny to me. <laughs> I actually like listened to that song on repeat for like one day at work where I was just like really bored. And you're just cat jamming the whole yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Cat jam for like a good 30 minutes. Hell yeah, dude. Okay, and then um, before we go ahead and talk about you know the LCS lock-in, I think now is a good time for us to butt in and do some picks of the week. Okay, you want to start, or you want me to? Actually, Leonel, let me do it. Um, I'm All gonna right. Do... Okay. Okay, you ready for this? I'm giving you a please don't pick of the week, and even though this is like getting patched within 12 hours of me saying this. I don't know if it's going to be enough to patch it. So please don't pick Turbo Chem Tank Demonic Embrace Akali against me. I don't want to see that. It sounds cancer. Uh, and as someone who still has not played on the patch with it, I just, you know, I'm trying to get that out there. Like, please don't pick those champs. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I'll think if I have a, 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 an actual pick to, like, tell you to please pick instead. But for now, that's that's what I'm saying. I like it. The anti-pick of the week, reverse pick of the week, however yeah. you want to frame it. You know that's something new. You're going against the, you're going against the gen- the general populace. You know, new year, new me kind of thing. Yeah, new episode, something like that. Okay, for me, I pick of the week. Let me think about this. Um, for my ARAM one, I'm pretty sure that the tier I- the tier armor item, Fimble Winter. I'm pretty sure it's broken for ARAMs especially because you can just build it and you'll stack it up no problem. I suspect that it's broken. I've never, I don't know it like mathematically, or I don't know if you actually get a lot of um, use out of it. But I, I have a gut feeling that <laughs> it's cost efficient and worth what worth making. Yeah, yeah. I feel like so, I really like Fimble Winter. Like it's um, just like how it works, and getting like the the bonus health out of mana, like. You know, that's a nice, uh, feels good kind of item for me as well. Yeah. And then while I'm on the tank kind of topic, I think my real pick of the week is just going to be Grasp of the Undying because sometimes, like, ever since I downloaded the Blitz app to use it for scouting in TFT, which by the way, I've been hard stuck <laughs> for like a month now, it's so crazy. Um, then I started using it for, for League of Legends, obviously, and it'll just pick your runes for you. But like, sometimes it'll give you, different runes in that tree like aftershock or 
What's the other one? Uh, Guardian. Yeah, Aftershock or Guardian. And when I play ARAM, I would much rather have Grasp because it makes me feel like I'm more incentivized to continue to fight instead of just like walking around waiting for cooldowns or something like that. Especially when I'm yeah. playing Blitzcrank, like after you pull and uppercut somebody, like there's nothing else to do. But when you have Grasp, now I feel like, okay, well, at least I can, there's a reason for me to continue like autoing people instead of just like wand- waddling around and maybe even retreating until my cooldowns are back up again so i I like um i like the scrap opportunities so i'm going to continue to take grasp of the undying for my melee champs on aram dude i'll support you on that you know actually i had an aram speaking of blitzkrank i had an aram um like i guess it was probably before the last episode that we played but um i i had blitzkrank and went grasp and had just like Sunfire and Fimble Winter, Frozen Heart. I was going nuts in that game, dude. I think I think we had like two tanks on our team and just were like the other team had like super low damage stuff that was like we were just beating them up as Blitzcrank and some other tank that was it was nutty. Yeah, double tanks are fun. Fun tanks are fun the more fun, the more friends you have. Yeah, because you can just go in and it's like, guys, we're going in. I'm the tank. I say when we go in. Then they can't say no or flame you. Yeah, but you can flame them if they don't follow up for some reason. Exactly, exactly. All right, with the LCS lock-in tournament, it comes the return of uh, the LCS co-streams. And we've had our first three days of the the lock-in tournament, which, admittedly, I did not watch very many games. I only watched, like, two of them, uh, which was um, the TL and EG game. And then I think I watched... Um, the second TSM game where they played against FlyQuest, I think. So, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, A lot of games um, took place over the weekend where each team got to play three times. Um, Were you able to catch any of the lock-in tournament? Uh, Yeah, I was able to watch some. It was mostly, like, kind of glancing in and whatever game happened to be on, catching a few minutes at a time. But, um, yeah, also, East Coast is, like, a really weird time zone, I feel like, to watch games on. I was, like, waking up and I could see some lck games but then like eu starting in the middle of the day it was fucked dude i was so not used to it um oh right yeah it was i would not recommend um if you're choosing to move based off of purely what league of legends leagues you can watch um but i did i i got i was able to catch some i think i watched some of the uh the initial like tsm versus 100 thieves like fucking beat down uh and when it became clear that the that tsm had no chance i went back to like socializing with my family um, <laughs> right and then yeah i think caught like some of the tl games uh seems like seems like whippo is having a very good time and i feel like the rest of tl is still kind of like sorting out how everybody fits together but just just my initial impressions on a lot of that stuff the eg is three you know so they're nuts yeah, and speaking of Team Liquid, some pretty much some news came. I don't even know if it's news, but basically they cannot play you know all of their imports at once. So they're having Core JJ sit out for the time being, and they have a different support uh, that plays with them right now. So it's um, Whippo, Santorin, Bjergsen, Hansama, and then um, their support Isla, I believe his uh, name is. Yeah, and I th- well, didn't they play one game? Um, aren't they like swapping games where they do like Yeon and and Core as the bot lane, and then the other ones are Hansama and Ayla or Isla? Yeah, but I really doubt that's gonna go on forever. Like, yeah, 
that that I hope if they make it sound like the situation is going to improve, but by the time the LCS season starts, right. I don't know if that can happen um, with the yeah, with the American did. government. <laughs> yeah, I think they did say this week that they um, like signed on a different support to play in academy games too, while while they were still sorting stuff out. So yeah, uh, so that means it's not fucked. very promising. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but like you were mentioning, EG uh, and, um, went 3-0 over the weekend, as well as Cloud9. So those two uh, teams are looking pretty solid in their group so far. Especially Evil Geniuses, they are looking really good um, with the current meta, as well as with their team right now. Uh, I think JoJo's looking good. Um, I saw him play the game of Corky, I guess. And we kind of talked about it earlier, but basically there's this demon build, I would say, of Corky going around <laughs> where... You get to build Ludens and Titanic Hydra, or not Titanic, um, Ravenous Hydra. Ravenous Hydra. Yeah, and you, your rockets just hurt insanely hard. Yeah. After like level eleven, and it looks really fun. I'm, and that kind of makes me want to play Corky. And I've already, like I've I've like generally liked Corky mid in the past, anyways. So mm-hmm. it looks like pretty fun. And then, you know, you control every dragon with your package up and stuff like that because some for some reason the timing lines up every time. Um, isn't it like an eight minute cooldown shouldn't it not be like that or is it just the start of the game and it's eight minutes i feel like it's up more frequently than that maybe just yeah maybe just the first package um but i'm pretty sure that it it comes up very frequently and you'll have like five packages throughout the game uh typically but i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure it's pretty quick (laughs) yeah no i mean it definitely it is uh very very powerful and definitely uh I think I think it must be right. Oh, it's twenty two hundred forty seconds, which is four minutes. Four minutes? No yeah. way! Holy shit, dude, that's broken. Broken. Yeah, it it definitely should not be like every dragon. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was for sure like at least six minutes. Like I knew that it was like an eight minute like for the first one, but I thought it was longer than just every four. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I think that Brokey's is appropriate broken. for the first one. But yeah, after that, it should probably be like six or something like that, yeah. or six, maybe even a little longer. But I mean, it's funny because like I've actually never thought of it that way. Like I just think of it as like, oh, every once in a while, I get back to lane really fast. Right. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's how my chimp mind thinks of it. But I've never thought of it as like, oh, I should just take it. I should just not take it until we're about to fight dragon, and as then an every ADC time player, we fight dragon, yeah, yeah. As an ADC player, I think it's just like, oh, it's eight minutes? Okay, Corky's coming to gank bot. Let's, uh, yeah. <laughs> let's back up when you hear that big sound. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I think of it, too. I've never thought of it as, like, every dragon, you have Corky package, and that's super annoying for the other team. Uh, which uh, some people were just screaming about on, t- on Twitter that teams weren't doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like, doing um, the classic, like, pick it up a minute 30 before dragon, you're like, bro, they're just going to wait. Like, you're doing nothing. <laughs> I know, right? Well, yeah, Evil Geniuses looks good. Uh, Cloud9 looks fine so far. Uh, Zven's been popping off, and then Fudge Mid has been you know, been doing fine so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's kind of been picking his like comfort picks, the like, top laners, you know, like the the Jace and stuff, from what I've seen. So oh, yeah, and you, yet, that's kind of what you predicted the, as like, well. Yeah, we've yet to see like the true, um, you know, like Annie, LS, mid picks yet, but... Yeah, and I don't think that and uh, it's not Annie. I don't think that LS has uh, arrived in the states y- uh, yet either. Yeah, just, I um, think I, 
I was watching some of his stream and he was saying like he, he it's very he was making it very clear that like the current team that's in LA is like its own team and like he is like not running it kind of like the drafts aren't his you know like they're not participating in scrims like really closely and that kind of stuff so it's it's not even cloud nine in its final form kind of thing and they're 3-0 yeah, three out at the lock-in tournament. <laughs> yeah, three on the lock-in tournament where they played like FlyQuest, TSM, and Golden Guardian. So like TSM and Academy and Golden Guardian. So like it's not even really real, but they're three zero. Good for them. Yeah, and then two on one are Hundred Thieves and Team Liquid. Um, Hundred Thieves suffering a loss to FlyQuest, I think it was, and then Team Liquid losing to only Evil Geniuses so far. So those teams are both looking pretty up right now. And I wonder how FlyQuest and Counter Logic Gaming are going to proceed in the next coming of days uh, when we when the lock in returns this weekend. Yeah, I think the the big surprise to me was how well I think one the like Hundred Thieves losing to FlyQuest is probably the one that I'm most like really you're doing that now already like Hundred Thieves being the team that has all their players and was the reigning champs and that kind of stuff and I feel like this FlyQuest team isn't probably that good i mean they're the one team that lost the tsm academy right like like what's up with that but then also like immortals being oh and three so far is kind of a the surprise story for me too yeah i think we were both hoping to see more out of immortals um with the return of um xerxes and stuff like that in the revenge mm-hmm. i think we were hoping to see them have like a, a better second year um to kick it off but you know it's just a lock-in tournament so who cares? Yeah, true. I guess if they uh, if they continue down this trend, though, I'm gonna say it was it was all Kilhoto. Now that he's at TL, it's just like they have they have no soul. Yep. Um, anything else you want to talk about the the lock in teams or any other matches? Um, not really. I mean, like I've I feel like I've somehow pulled enough out for not having watched that many games. So hopefully, <laughs> yeah. uh, as we get into the best of threes and stuff this weekend, does. Lockin doesn't finish this weekend, right? They go until next week. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's another two weeks. So this weekend is, is um, it's the like rest the of first the round of playoffs. Yeah, I believe it's the quarterfinals, and then next weekend it's this both the semis and then the finals in the same weekend, just like last okay. year, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Think... I'm I'm excited as we get into the series and stuff to see how all the teams play there. For but... sure. With a lot of the, uh, it still is like it's kind of weird with how many uh, like academy rosters are being fielded, kind of or like half academy. Um, so, I'm, uh, yeah, I feel like the the bracket portion will be more exciting for those teams, or at least to see how how people do in extended settings than just the best of ones when you don't really know how a, a team is going to shape up. Um, and then lastly, to top this episode off, I thought it'd be um, a good idea to instead of talking about the, what talking about the games we could just talk about uh some of the picks that were prevailing uh throughout the lock-in games so uh, courtesy of a game of legends uh, i'll just do like the top three pick ban um champions for each role uh so up top we've got gwen gragas and scion um special mention for camille i kind of like that kind of meta it's a shame to see the return of gwen but i like that gragas and scion are back in play play, play mode again because I yeah. like to see tanks in top lane, and I, I like those are the kind of games of League where I like watching where it's like standardized, um, front to back kind of fighting, and you, yeah, you, like I'm... it's very clear like who does what and how to start it off, and typically the teams play better that way as well. 
<laughs> makes sense as a TFT player too, right? Like that's yeah, that's it, what you it live just for. makes sense. You need frontline. <laughs> I do think you know. I feel bad kind of for Gwen because I think like like you said, it makes sense to like have the tanks in the back in the meta and like have those kind of straight up team fights. But at the same time, if that is the prevailing stuff, Gwen feels like a perfect counter to those things. Like easy magic damage splash plus a good tank counter. Um, so I, I kind of like her there and I feel bad because I think that Gwen is like, in my head, it sounds like such a fun champ to play, you know, like the extended, like AP auto attack fighter. Like I like that, the sound of that, but then sometimes you watch her in games and it's just like, man, that champ is like so bullshit. Like <laughs> when she gets strong or like when it gets to late game, even if she wasn't like that strong, you know, and it might be a game where she is pretty useless just like because of the comp that they're against. But there'll be one point where Gwen's going to like go in and get like her full ulti and like a, a Q, like a fully empowered Q, like go off. And it's just going to like one shot somebody that you did not think it was going to one shot after she has been mostly useless all game. And I'm like, damn, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel like Gwen as well. <laughs> that is a, that's a tw- 2021 champion for sure. Uh, next up, we have Jungle. Uh, most picked are Jin Zhao, Viego, and Lee Sin for uh, most picked band. Uh, next up in the mid lane, we have Corky, Victor, and Syndra. So back to that kind of meta as well. It's just a lot of Corky and Victor back and forth. Corky, Victor, Corky, Victor. At least no Azir, right? That's the... Yeah, surprisingly, not a lot of Azir. Um, we'll probably see more of him if Corky or Victor get hit in the next coming patches. Right. Uh, for bot lane, we have. Oh, what? Uh, go ahead. I was gonna say. I, I guess he just like doesn't like crown. Probably is like the big difference. Like Azir really wants like the the damage proc of like a Ludens or a Leandries, I think, and I don't. I feel like the those other guys are crown abusers. Is Crown really that good right now? I feel like people like it. I don't think it's like that good, but just like if um if you're picking champs like that. Like I think Victor is like a crown abuser kind of. Um at yeah, least I, I so. I've heard I've heard a lot of stuff of like people like some people saying like, dude, crown is such a bait item and others saying like, yeah, like it's obviously like meta warping. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I can see it. Depends it definitely depends on the team comp i guess that you're up against like if you need the anti-burst and stuff yeah i think when i played victor the the other day i built ludens on him just because that feels right but mm-hmm. um i play i have played against uh, a crown victor and it, it feels super annoying to like just have to like proc it first like a banshees and then yeah but then he probably did a full rotation on you right in the meantime um and then, like, or if you even get too close to just to like pop the, um, the crown shield, then like he'll W you or something like that, and then right. you, and then like it has to be a quick trade in that in that sense. So it feels uh it's pretty hard to punish, or he'll punish you for trying to like, just even want to play the game. So I believe you on that. Next up, we have bottom lane. Uh, most picked band are Jinx, Aphelios, and uh, by a lot, and then Jin is number three kind of funny that jinx is up there like of all champions it's because of arcane dude even the lcs can't get away with it yeah i think so i think you're right I think it's just it might just be forced marketing you know like yeah just a bunch of fanboys yeah yeah little do we know like in the in the tournament realm client like jinx is just way bigger out of all of them (laughs) 
Yeah, it's pretty crazy though how she's just uh like gotten so much prevalence lately. I guess they had like the last change they made was like the one where her like her rockets cost like less mana at early ranks, but it's just like kind of a laning change. But I guess with lethal tempo and I think probably just how a lot of uh fights are going. I mean it's early season, like I feel like those kind of like cleanup champs are probably attend uh, a tendency for early season when teams are like not as clean or don't know like their true identity it's just like oh yeah i've been picking jinx and solo queue and like it kind of pops off like, all right let's do it i think that probably is it as well as just a lot of the off season people have been playing a lot of jinx well people played a lot of jinx over the course of last year anyways especially when yeah. they changed her ulti to like destroy baron at 2000 health uh, <laughs> right <laughs> Um, yeah, so, I mean, we haven't done one of these, like, most picked band kind of things. I'm sure Jinx was up there for, like, most of Summer Split last year. Um, and, and here she is returning in the new year in the lock-in tournament pretty strong as well. Uh, yeah. But likely due to um, abusing Lethal Tempo as well. Um, and then finally, for support, we've got a mix of uh, Tank and Enchanter supports. Um, up there are Thresh, Nautilus, and Lulu. But there's a, there's been a, a whole bunch of different range of support champions picked at the lock-in tournament which um you like to see it i think yeah definitely i feel like um i feel like uh the support meta is usually like pretty indicative of like it whether or not it's like a nice meta you know like having if it's if it's all enchanters or it's all you know like if it's all one thing then usually it's kind of boring i think you know like bottom lanes aren't picking like different stuff it's just like oh Nautilus Leona? Alright, we're picking Nautilus Leona in every game. Yeah. Or, like you're just picking like Karma Nami, like or it's like Lucian Nami is like the the lane, you know, like you're just they're always picking the same things. No one's trying to pick anything different, like so seeing seeing some diversity is good. That's why I think so too. And did, um, actually did you see in did you see in L C K some team pick the support singe this week? No, but I think I did hear about that. I'm uh I'm trying to find a video or a something real quick here to remember which team it is yeah straight up it was genji lehens picked it against damon kia and they won the series off of it <laughs> that's pretty funny and actually when you think about it like fling plus the the honeybee slow or at more the goo the is yeah. that the w yeah with that also grounds yeah, you w, like it's w. yeah that's pretty good I mean, actually yeah you just have to be able to get out of lane phase and if you're a pro team i feel like i usually that is easier. I think they picked it here, and they picked it into Ezreal Yumi, so, like, talk about a lane to just be able to get out of, right? But, like, it's a, it's a good chance if you're, uh, or it's a good champ if you kind of, like, scale with it and aren't, like, super feeding, so I can, uh, I can see it. But, also, please don't pick support standards in my games. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would say, <laughs> like, it's it. <laughs> it sounds like it can be very awful if you're not a pro team. Yeah, if you're but, not Lehens, actually. If your name is not Lehens, please do not pick. Yeah, but if we like, if we got like super baked in the car and you were like, dude, Cinch has all the tools to be a support. And I'd be like, <laughs> you know what? I'd believe you. Yeah, you're right. You know what? We're we're taking Flash Ghost the next time we play. <laughs> oh, did you see um, Bjergsen played his first Academy games today? Up and coming NA star finally plays in Academy. Yeah, that's such a shame, dude. Like you lose one game in the lock in, and they they force you to play Academy after that. Yeah. No, I'm just. And kidding. then he lost he lost his Academy game, so he might actually be off the team. Oh, I did not see that. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty funny. 
um, and it's because their mid laner is stuck in Australia, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just can't imagine. I think it was is. I think he's playing as fucking Soligo. You know, like imagine being Soligo and you're like, ah, oh, yes, today I finally get to play like my first academy game of 2022. Like I'm gonna show up, and then like two hours before the the game, and you're like, oh yeah, actually you're playing as Bjergsen today, and you're like, what the fuck, dude? Come on. I think he even picked Zillion. Like you're you're <laughs> facing Bjergsen Zillion in fucking academy. Like that actually is like smurfing, right? It might be against Riot terms of service. Ah, uh, you know what? Silly Goat wasn't scared. True. I mean, he won. So who are we to judge, right? Guy was ready. All right, and that's going to be it for episode forty-two of On the Hunt, a League of Legends podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it, and if you did, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on the service that you are listening to us on, if you haven't already. We'd appreciate it if you also give us a rating or hit the like button to show us some support. You can find us on YouTube as well as your podcast player of choice from Apple Podcasts to Spotify and so forth. We'll see you all next week for another episode of On the Hunt. See you guys.